I have mercifully been spared the horrors of trying to move around Auckland, A, because of the time at which I work, B, because I don't have to do any of the main arterial routes to get home, C, because I don't have a car, because it got nicked. Um, Well, that's been recovered. Still having a holiday at the police forensics unit, because the guys who took it apparently had been quite busy making the most of my car and the full tank of petrol that I'd conveniently put in for the enterprising burglar. Uh, So I've been spared most of it, but with the Harbour Bridge out of action, well, at least extremely limited in its function, travelling around the city is an absolute nightmare from the stories I've been hearing. I had lunch with a friend on Friday at an inner city restaurant, and she dropped me home at 3.30, and travelled two kilometres in one hour and 20 minutes. 3.30 till nearly five o'clock to travel two kilometres. <laughs> wow. At least she got to listen to a lot of radio. She is a big radio fan. I'm almost too scared to, you know, have people meet up with people because you never know what's going to happen. If I was in business, I can't even begin to imagine how frustrating it must be. And what it's doing to the region's productivity is terrifying. Coming hard on the heels of the lockdown never has a reason for a Plan B harbour crossing been more evident. The PM, though, when she was talking to Mike Hosking this morning, seems to think it's just one of those things, an unfortunate accident. Well, I don't know that it's fair when you have what can only be described or what has been described as a one in 50 year event. I'm not sure that we, we can blame someone for that, for the Harbour Bridge. Well, no, but you can probably point the didgeridoo at somebody and say, well, come on. You know, forward planning is what you've got to do when you are a government or a council. And nobody likes, nobody likes telling ratepayers or taxpayers they're going to have to put their hand in their pocket and fork out more. But we really need somebody with a cojones to make that happen. It has been obvious for some time that the region is vulnerable with just one harbour bridge. Back in 2013, I mean, and it, you know, there have been people who've said this before, as far back as when the bridge was first built. It was seen as a, you know, a good start, but certainly not the start and the finish of linking the North Shore with Auckland. Uh, back in 2013, in a speech to the Auckland Chamber of Commerce, then Prime Minister John Key said congestion on the Auckland Harbour Bridge was already a problem in peak periods. Traffic forecasts indicated that as the Auckland economy grew, this would spread throughout the working day. And John Key said a new harbour crossing is likely to be needed between 2025 and 2030. The government agrees with the Auckland Council that the next crossing should be a tunnel. And that might stop the freak gusts of winds. As Auckland Chamber of Commerce CEO Michael Barnett says, the accident, which was the freak gust of wind up turning a truck on the Auckland Harbour Bridge, damaging the centre strut, forcing lane closures for weeks on end, was a disaster waiting to happen. And is just another example of how we have no plan B. So, you know, your cycle pathway is all very well and good and would certainly help some people. But what options do you have? I mean, if you're a haulage company, there's not much you can do. You have to keep hauling. If you live on the shore, work in town or vice versa, is there any way you can take learnings from the COVID lockdowns and work from home? 
and more and more people just wanting to get out of a gridlocked city. I've heard anecdotally from real estate agents and um, from friends who've got young family members that they've had a gutsful. This is no life. Sitting in traffic is not how you want to spend most of your day. And they're moving out to the regions. We'll find a job, we'll make a job. There's got to be more to life than this. And if that's you, I'd love to hear from you, 0800 80 10 80. If you're one of those who are caught up in the snarl because you have to be, I'd love to hear from you. If you have tried to come up with your own plan B in the absence of one from the government or the councils, successive governments and councils over the years, how are you managing? And how many of you just want to up sticks and get out? of this gridlocked city.